And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And if you tuned in last week, you know, we talked numbers, calculations, some, some acronyms that are common in real estate. This week, I want to focus on something different. I want to focus on value. There will be a couple numbers in here as well, uh, but I want to talk value on today's show. And, and, and I mean this both in terms of a verb and as well a noun. We're going to hit some variations of value. And I'm going to start with a question for you. How do you value your current position in life? Are you, are you happy? Are you satisfied? Is, is it everything that you, you dreamed about when you were younger? How do you value your time? Probably a very, very important question. Do you value your time? Well, you, you, you may not, but I can tell you that somebody else does. Someone else right now is determining the value of your time, and they do that by way of your wages or your salary. What are you getting paid per per hour in in essence how do you like that valuation is it <laughs> again everything you thought it would be could you do better what about your health how do you value that are you giving enough time going back to that time component to your health do you even have the time that's that's usually uh the problem from everyone i've spoken with and then looking forward how would you value having no stress no stress over finances no stress over that health no job stress no no worries about job loss no no stress sitting in traffic every day no retirement stress again looking forward am I, am I ever going to get there you can get to the point where you experience this freedom where where these stressors go away you get there by moving away from the place where you are now where, where somebody else does assign that value to your time where you are working for a wage or, or a salary and you're at somebody else's beck and call. And by the way, if you're listening to me and thinking, well, I'm self-employed, I, I determine my time and my, my schedule. Eh, do you really? You may assign yourself a, a wage in, in terms of job costing or whatever it is you're doing, but you are still at somebody else's beck and call. You're at the, the, you're on the time of, of your clients in, in, in essence. To achieve these freedoms that I'm talking about, to get away from these stressors, to put a better value to your time, you can get there by way of real estate investing. You can build passive income. You can buy back your time. You can focus on family, focus on health. You can remove those stressors, like I said, and, and just have a better quality of life. Get those things that you did dream about long ago. So how do you value all of those things? We're going to talk about values and a couple different other aspects, but keep those in the back of your mind because real estate investing can can bring you those things if you start and, and see, see it through. Now, thinking of valuations, I'm going to shift gears here a little bit. And we talked a few weeks ago about protesting those tax valuations. Let me just relate a quick story. I, I waited to the last minute with Tarrant County there in, that's where Fort Worth sits and a lot of my investments are over there. And they extended the deadline. The filing deadline for them would have been May 15th, but they pushed it back to May 30th. <laughs> what did I do? I waited. And in fact, on the 30th, I tried to log on and do my protest there. System wasn't working. So, eh, you know, made a, made a field day of it, loaded up my, my six-year-old, and we drove over to Hanley-Edderville Road, where the, the Tarrant County Appraisal District sits. 
and dropped off the forms in person. Introduced my my son to the to the bureaucracy. Man, it was packed. It was packed. People already going in to have their ARB hearings. Uh, now mine, as I I asked the question at the counter, when can I expect to come back here? They said, you know, late late June, maybe even July. So I've got a little bit more time to figure out my my prep and 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 how I'm going to approach this. And I am happy to say I've heard from some of you that have already gone through the process. You've concluded your your protest, and you are seeing winnings out there, and that's that's great. Now, if you are like I, if you are still in the process, let's do this. If you have any questions and you're getting ready to go to the ARB or you want to go do that informal hearing, and if you have any questions about the pro- the protest, the process, or anything, send me an email, and I'll take those up on one of the next uh, shows that's coming up here. And you can send those questions to Ask Andy at LU. Inc.com. Again, ask Andy at luinc.com. And interestingly, by the way, thinking about uh, the tax valuation, I want to shift over to insurance. And we talked on last week's show about PITI, principal and interest. That's the mortgage taxes, big number. Insurance, big number. We're trying to keep those reduced. I got the bill for one of my properties recently. This is going to come up for renewal mid July. And they just took the dwelling limits, which is essentially the value they're assigning to this house. They took it from 233 to 257k. Now I looked on the tax rolls; they they seem to think it's 215. <laughs> so we have this huge spread across my properties, and and I mention this because it is important for you to keep an eye on how that insurance company is assigning value as well, because that is one of the drivers of the premium that you pay on your rental properties. Now, can you go out and protest that? No, but you can have a conversation with your insurance broker. Go shop somewhere else. So let's keep going with value. I want to talk about what we do as investors in terms of adding value to the properties that we buy. Now, we make money multiple, multiple ways as investors. Very important for you to understand that. We talk about that at our free workshop. We talk about that all the time, cash flow being extremely important. But I want to focus on that value component today. And again, we mentioned mentioned this just a moment ago. We call it equity capture when we're talking single family and with apartments. We actually have two components of the value add play: both the equity capture as well as uh, forcing value or forcing. Uh, we call that forced appreciation. So, what are we buying exactly? Whether 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 single family or multifamily, we're typically buying distressed assets, or we're buying from distressed sellers. Often both of those two go hand in hand. The asset and the seller in some capacity are distressed. And because they are distressed, we are buying at a discount. That's where we get that equity. We're doing the the, the work needed to turn these things around, adding value in the process where maybe once value was, but it has decayed, it has depreciated, it was left untouched for far too long. So we're adding that value back and we're creating wealth in the process. And and just to give you a basic example, using a, a single family house and some round numbers, house in bad shape, right? We were able to buy it for $100,000. In today's market, you may be thinking, no way, that sounds way too low. But yes, you can get distressed properties for very low prices. So 100K, and we're going to put $50,000 in repairs and renovations into this property, fix things that are broken, uh, bring it up to date. If it's a 50s build, we need to update, get rid of that shag carpet, get rid of any wallpaper that may still be under it, pull the carpet back and find those hardwoods, refinish those. I love that. So we're going to do 50K in repairs. So we're all in at 150. And when we're done, it values at 200. 
$200,000. That we just created an additional I'm going to say $40,000 in equity, not 50 because there are closing costs. The way we buy, we have two closes uh, involved. Uh, so we just created an additional $40,000 in equity. That is the equity capture that I'm talking about. Now I may have only maybe $15,000 out of pocket into this deal just based on the spread I gave you and, and to take a real life example I got an email just uh, I don't know a couple days ago this is from Tennessee this is another Knoxville property I keep seeing these things coming up in Knoxville uh, estimated out of pocket buying with hard money that's that construction loan we've talked about on other shows $16,000 out of pocket uh, paying 123 123k to buy after repair price opinion 225 so you see there's a very good spread there I don't have the actual repair numbers for this but the estimate is probably about 60k i would say looking at the numbers but estimated equity capture $44,000 so 16k in to create $44,000 that's a huge return that's a huge return because we're going in and adding value back to this decrepit property this was built in 1930 so it may have been refreshed once or twice it may not have been refreshed at all and that's our opportunity to go in and add value that's on houses same thing with apartments though and sometimes we go in and we we buy at a discount we buy this apartment community at a discount to the true market value as it would be valued right now based on its cash flow and that's instant equity capture without doing anything and I see this all the time it may not be gigantic numbers but we do create some some wealth simply by being able to negotiate by understanding what we do as investors and buying right that's that instant equity capture but then we go on and just like I described with that house we we add value and and we can add value in any number of ways to force appreciation to force the value up and I will go into a little more detail here about this in just a moment because this is unique to apartments it it, it, it really all comes down to how these properties are valued so in fact let's let's go ahead and go there now I'm gonna start with single-family though because most of us are familiar we, we were homeowners we bought a house at some point in time or we're thinking about it and the way that houses are valued is is very very much different to apartments the house valuations it's based on the market around that house the, that immediate subdivision typically and the answer to the question what have other similar homes sold for recently in that subdivision these are known as market comps sold comps and in fact when you go down to that appraisal district to protest this is one of the grounds upon which you might be able to protest if the comps are lower than what they have you valued at but what we're going to do is we're going to look to the future we're not going to look backwards as we do when we do that appraisal district protest we're going to look to the future and what that house is going to look like after we've repaired it that's called after repair value we talked about this on last week's show now to to get there I need to understand what I'm going to do in terms of work how am I adding value what will my scope scope of work be now that in part is going to be determined by those very sold comps that I looked at for example if the house I'm buying and I've bought houses like this 60s build shag carpet has the the old kind of ratty formica older cabinets and I look at the comps and they've put in new cabinets and granite countertops well guess what I'm gonna go in with granite countertops I'm gonna have it in my budget to go ahead and replace those old cabinets and the cabinet pools bring things up to date and in line with those comps that's how we get to that market value that after repair value that we see amongst the the, the competition the comps out there rather 
And of course, since we do plan to rent this house out, don't just look at the sold comps. You want to look at the rental comps as well. I've, I've seen a huge disparity in, in rent, uh, rent uh, dollars for rent um, across markets where houses are updated versus not updated. So be sure you're looking at the apples to apples before you conclude what that house uh, does need to look like. And, and, and when it comes to comps, what are we looking at? Similar size. Right. If I'm looking at a 1500 square foot house, I might want to stay within, say, 1300 to 1700, similar age, uh, maybe within five years. If I can find the comps in today's market, it's a little bit harder to find enough comps. I want to see at least three. A few more might be good. Um, but if you move beyond five years, be very careful because at certain decades, there are really big shifts in the finish outs that we saw, say, from, I don't know, late 70s to early 80s or late 90s to the 2000s. So be very, very careful as you move across uh, bigger time spans because that can really impact your, your value. And ideally, I want to see comps that have sold in the last three months in this market. Traditionally, I'd say six months, but with the way the market has been moving lately, I'll start with 90 days and go back if, if, if I have to, but no later than, than 180 days or six months. Again, that's where I'll start. And if I have to expand my criteria, go out in distance, geography perhaps, um, do that until you get the comps you need to create the value. Don't use average per square foot. A lot of people like to do that. Uh, you're better to use the actual sold prices and then make adjustments. Adjust for uh, configuration, for example. Well, if my house has two baths and that one that sold only has one or one and a half, yeah, you can adjust the price up, the value of that sold comp. If if my house has two two-car garage, that one doesn't have any. Well, my house has more value relative to that that sold comp. Adjust for functional obsolescence. Well, my house backs to the, the golf course and that sold comp over there backs to the busy freeway. Well, that's not apples to apples, so adjust accordingly. That's houses. What about apartments? We'll talk about that when we get back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. <laughs> it's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? <laughs> well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great day. If you have any questions, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. And we talked about valuing a, a single family house, and, and that, that applies actually to duplexes, triplexes, and quads, although those are much harder to comp just because there are fewer of them. But we talked about putting a value onto that type of product 
in the prior segment. Now we're gonna now we're gonna shift gears and talk about apartments because at invest as investors at Lifestyles Unlimited, we're investing both in single family houses as well as multifamily properties, apartments. So you, you want to understand how both are valued and. Apartments are simply put, they're, they're valued differently. They are absolutely not based on sold comps. It's based on cash flow. Or more specifically, it's based on net operating income. And as investors, thinking of from that, you know, putting on that value add hat, there there really are a lot of things that we can do with apartments to add value and increase that cash flow, that that net operating income, and drive up the value through forced appreciation. We do add value. We, we like to go in and, for example, upgrade upgrade those units that have not been touched in, in several decades. Again, 30 different ways. It's not just about increasing revenue. It's also about managing expenses, although we'll tell you, you're better off focusing on the revenue side of that equation. The other driver of value is something that's called cap rate or capitalization rate. And basically, this is you can think of this as the return on those apartments that an all cash investor would expect to see if they were to buy that. Okay, so we look at it from the, the cash perspective. And that cap rate is important to understand. There there are a few things that, that, that drive a cap rate in a particular area. Area actually is part of that. Another driver is the opportunity cost. In other words, what other investment opportunities are out there in the market where I, investor, can go and park my funds? In In my view, this is my opinion, I think very important is the risk factor because risk plays into that cap rate. A higher risk market, tertiary, think think smaller market, is going to have a higher cap rate, meaning I want a higher return on my dollars invested because I am taking on more risk. So that's cap rate. We've got our, our, our cash or our net operating income, and the calculation is, is very simple. The value of those apartments is the net operating income divided by the cap rate. The cap rate, you may see that expressed as a percentage. In this case, I just think of it as a decimal. So 0 0.06 is a 6% cap rate. So if NOI, if the net operating income goes up and cap rates remain flat, guess what? That value dr it dramatically increases. So if NI go NOI goes up, your net operating income, cap rates are flat, you're going to see a big jump in your value. However, if NOI, net operating income, stays the same across properties or within the same property as cap rates do what they're doing now, they go up, value goes down. This is what we're seeing right now. And we, we're seeing a lot of poor operators out there. Uh, you may have heard about down in Houston, thousands of, uh, of units, multiple apartment communities, uh, big numbers in terms of the debt foreclosed upon, right? We're seeing a lot of poor operators struggling and even failing uh, like this uh, fella did in the near term. A lot of these properties are, are financed, they're leveraged, and typically they're leveraged using shorter term debt, 10 years. Our single family, third year typically is what we're putting onto that. Uh, but the debt on these apartments, uh, good case scenario, five to 10 years, but some people did even shorter terms using bridge loans. And these things are coming due very, very soon and with a lower value in play. Bad operators, they're, they're not hitting their business plans. So that's a little bit of the bad news perhaps. But there's some good news. Now we talked about apartments going in and, and, and fixing all those things that are broken, uh, but there's more than that. And you know, the work we do, whether it is in single family or multifamily, it, it improves the lives of those residents, but it can help the broader community as well. Just an example from my history as a single family investor, this was probably 2014. We bought a house in the mid cities 
and yeah, fifties build. I love the, I love the house. Had the hardwoods I was talking about earlier. I love, I love refinishing those. But the exterior paint was I, I would call it an odd color of pink because my my color vocabulary is a little bit limited. My my wife might come around the corner and tell you it was salmon or something like that. But it was this pink color, and we painted it. We 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 painted it a, a nice kind of a, a brown color matched the the brick part of the uh, the house the the trim and you know, we painted the wood trim. And a couple days later, uh, coming by the house to check on the, the the rehab, and there's this letter letter in, in the mailbox from from one of the neighbors thanking us for <laughs> getting rid of that weird pink or salmon color, whatever it was, taking care of that eyesore in the neighborhood. We hear that a lot. We hear that a lot on the single family side. And if I go even bigger and into apartments, we have a lead investor down in Houston. His name is Steve, and he's been on the show before. Uh, you can find him out there. But he won an award a year or two ago from the National Apartment Association. This was for Community Crisis Response of the Year for how he and his team managed through COVID, right? thinking back to COVID, and how they reached out to, to help their residents and their communities uh, during this crisis. You know, we're, we're serving a lot of working class uh, residents in our communities, and a lot of them were impacted, of course, very heavily during during COVID, not, not able to go to work. Um, so he had outreach programs that, that made a huge difference. You know, and there, there are countless other stories that I've heard over the years, uh, backpacks of, of school supplies for kids, uh, just parties for the kids in the community, stuff like that, things that fellow members uh, do and, and that they present at our at our case studies and, and at the road trips. And it's really heartwarming to see what the, the members are out there doing. Clearly, the, the bad image of the, the slumlord that many people think about when they hear landlord, it does not ring true for members of Lifestyles Unlimited. We are well-educated. We understand how to create value, and we understand how that value does come back to us, and we're doing great work out in the community. So just another aspect of value that I, I want you to think about. And thinking about community, let's talk about network. Whether you join an education and mentoring group like Lifestyles Unlimited or not, if you want to be a real estate investor, whether single family or multifamily, you need to build your network. You need to have a network of like-minded people around you. You want to be part of a community like that that can help you succeed. Because what happens? You go out and you have conversations. You may have a master. I'm in a mastermind for single family investors. We meet once a month. I learn a ton from these guys. So that's what you do. You go out, you learn from each other. You share your, your, your successes and, and inspiration, which is very, very important. You, you, you know, we exchange a lot of contractor vendor information. Hey, who, who, who's your who's your latest and greatest painter? I've got or I need Shira. We have these conversations. You'll have these conversations within your network as well. How do you? I don't know how to assign value to that. I, I can't give you a number, but I can tell you this made a huge dif difference in in how we operate our business. You know, we exchange properties. <laughs> it's not uncommon uh, to see properties move uh, from hand to hand within these groups. Or maybe I've got a lead on one. I just don't have time. Or I'm shifting from single family to multifamily. I don't want to take on any more houses, whatever it is. Uh, these, the, your, your network can really, really add value. You can find the help when you need it. And, you know, it's not unlike having a mentor. Though perhaps, again, as a, as a group, bigger group in my case, you know, maybe a little less focused on you personally than a mentor would be, right? Since this is a, a bigger network. So let's shift gears here and talk about the value of a mentor. How, again, I pose the question. I don't know how to value that. Sure, you know. It may come at a cost. Yeah, you have to pay to join Lifestyles Unlimited. Is it even worth it? Well, 
I'll tell you this, I think if it gets you to where you want to be, it is invaluable. And this is supported by research. This isn't just me speaking into the mic. Back in 1993, a psychologist named Anders Ericsson, he published a work called The Role of Deliberate Practice in the Acquisition of Expert Performance, right? That publication generated the notion of the 10,000-hour rule, which people interpret to mean that regular deliberate practice leads to mastery. It takes 10,000 hours. I'll tell you, by the way, the good news for you and for me, it does not take anywhere near 10,000 hours to become a successful real estate investor. But here's, a, here's the important point. His research confirmed a correlation between mastery and coaching. He says, and I'm going to quote this, he says, the single most important difference between amateurs and the elite performers that, that he was studying is that the future elite performers seek out teachers and coaches and engage in supervised training whereas the amateurs rarely engage in these sort of practices. They seek out coaches. So the message for you is that no matter, and this doesn't just apply to real estate investing, no matter what new endeavor you want to undertake, a coach or, or a mentor is going to accelerate your success and make sure you become that elite performer, in, his, in Erickson's words. They're gonna help you level up. So ask yourself, do you wanna remain an amateur or do you want to become one of the elite, one of the successful investors? Get a mentor. Last thing I want to talk about is education. And here too, it's hard to value. Now, I know if you, you know, let's talk about college education these days, first of all. I mean, the, co the cost, since I was in college, I was did my undergrad 20 plus years ago at UT, did uh, uh, grad work at uh, South Carolina. Since then, boy, the, the cost has skyrocketed. Just look at your local market or in your local state. It's relatively cheap here in Texas if you're in-state, but I, I think that the value of that education has declined. You know, we talked a few weeks ago about the loss of white-collar jobs, and that's what you're working towards when you go in to get that college education. Well, if those jobs are going away, there's less value, and there's inherently less value in those high-cost co college degrees, and you need to ask yourself or ask yourself on behalf of your uh, your kids, your progeny coming up behind you, is it worth it anymore? What does it cost? A tremendous amount. I'm not going to give you a number because it varies dramatically. I, I looked. <laughs> it is all over the place. Private, public, in-state, out-of-state, tuition plus room. Of, uh, crazy numbers. But if you have a kid in college, I think you'll I think you'll agree with me. Now, other question, what does it cost to become an educated real estate investor? Far less. Far less. I mentioned the two-day a couple of times now. That's part of our financial freedom program. And I want you to read about this. Go to I'm going to give you a website here. Go to Give Me Total Freedom, written together, GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. And I'll tell you about the two-day. By the way, two days all across the nation. I see, I see Houston, Texas, Dallas, Texas. That's traditional. San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, Baltimore, Maryland, Chattanooga, Tennessee, Salt Lake City, everywhere. Going on everywhere across the nation. Uh, if, you, if you read, you like what you see there, access to our vendor program, member services, our online education platform. Uh, if you're interested in, in, in registering, use the promo code SAVEBIG. That's written together, all caps, S-A-V-E-B-I-G. Um, and you'll get a massive discount for a two-year membership. And the beauty of the two-day financial freedom seminar is like I've been doing, you can go back and you can keep going back. So you have plenty of time over two years to get up and running and, you know, for some of you, even get to financial freedom. And we say you can be real estate retired in five years or less. Some people do it far quicker. 
So I can't say enough. Being properly educated will help you make better choices. You'll, you'll get over fear. You'll do more. You'll go farther, especially cu coupled with a mentor to hold you to account. Again, I can't put a value to that. I really can't. My decade-long investing career is thanks to the education and the mentors that very early on informed me as, as a real estate investor and helped shape me and helped me move forward. So look, going back to the start of the show, as I mentioned, if you have any questions around tax protests that I can bring up on air, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, askandy at luinc.com. And going back to the start of the show as well, how you value your life, your health, your time. Don't let someone else put the value on your time for you. You can take action. You can take the ball and run with it and take control of your life and your time and your health. Again, go to GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. The promo code there is SAVEBIG, all caps, S-A-V-E-B-I-G. And I hope I added value today. Talking about value, valuing homes, valuing apartments, how we add value as members and as our education, etc. So, hey, thanks a lot for listening. It's not the money. It's a lifestyle. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.